Hello. Hello. How are you, Ash? Um, I'm doing so good. How are you, Taryn? I'm great, Ash. Would you like to know a fun fact? I would love to know a fun fact. Okay. Did you know that in Ukraine, spiders are considered symbols of good luck Mm -mm. at Christmas? Nope. Nope. I don't believe that. Isn't that crazy? That's a lie. Well, it's not a lie. No, I don't think, anyways. But honestly, this website's called Best Life, so I don't know how (laughs) factual it is. But. It says that in Ukraine, families often add spiderweb ornaments to their trees as a nod to a lovely seasonal story about the critters that once used their silky string to decorate the tree of a poor widow and her children. Okay, that's That's beautiful. beautiful. That's beautiful. So pretty. I was picturing more like, you know, Halloween spiders. Yeah. But isn't it crazy? Like, I think German, well, I know because they're my people. Germans, they have like traditions of hiding like a pickle ornament on their tree oh, fun. and like if you find it it's good luck so someone gave me a pickle ornament before and I was very offended because I hate pickles but right. my people <laughs> so yeah so yeah so, is so it there's not, that is it not interesting <laughs> I just uh... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome oh, to the episode. Hey guys, welcome back. It's unsolicited advice here. Here, Ashley. Here we are. I'm Taryn. It's Taryn. Uh, we are hot messes today. Yes. Uh, we. <laughs> I am just like in the full vlogmas swing, doing the daily vlog. So shout out to my own channel. <laughs> Please go watch <laughs> if her you channel. Haven't, haven't watched she it needs or all the don't support. know. You should subscribe because I need all the help I can get right now. Um, life has just been wild and crazy. This happens every single December the world just like turns upside down and I can't I can't catch a break and I feel like I've just been going 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 but um we made it here yeah and in one piece so that's exciting I was like on my deathbed last week so um this is my first day out in public there is a flu going around and taking people (laughs) it's taking victims taking names (laughs) um yeah I I feel great, but like I feel, you know, like when you're not sick, but you have that like residual, just weak. Yeah, there's like, like so the, my there's throat's the leftover, still kind of gross. There's a full week of feeling weak. I wanted to make sure I said that clearly. A week, week. There's there's like a full week post being sick where you're just like not fully there yet. Like yeah. you're you're better and you're okay to like be out, but yeah, you're still slow yeah. <laughs> and your body's moving slow. I, know. I feel like I wanted to like make a, a T-shirt that says. Um, don't worry. I took a test and I was negative and also I'm not contagious. Like, you know what I Just mean? Just to let people know. Every time, every time you like cough in public, especially right now, cause everyone's rightfully so super sensitive. Mm-hmm. Um, cause everyone is getting sick. It's, it's like you get like a death stare. So. Yeah. Um, I was at my parents' house this past week and, uh, which meant I was surrounded by dogs and we all know I'm super allergic to dogs. Mm -hmm. And I went to go to the grocery store and I could not stop sneezing. Like I was just, I had dog hair all over me and the the guy, the register was like handing me my bag and leaning back as he was doing it. And at first I was like, calm down. Like I'm just sneezing. And then I was like, oh, I get it. I understand. I get it, bro. <laughs> I get how I look. <laughs> you do your thing. Do your thing. Yeah, it's um, it's not a good time to be sick because no. there's just like so much fun stuff going on too. Yeah. Like I, the two things that pissed me off the most was one, I just got my like holiday nails and I just was staring at them in my bed, going, "They're just going to waste." Or did they bring you some Who's, joy? They did not. Really? 
They did not. They, they so brought nice, me though. FOMO in a weird way. And two, my parents, my well, my whole family went to like a Christmas tree lighting mm-hmm. and I couldn't go and I was like literally throwing a tantrum. But it was like, it would have been stupid for me to go. Right, right, like, right. stupid. Anyways, I'm better even if I sound disgusting. <laughs> I'm doing great, guys. She's doing great. Doing and her nails great. look fabulous. Right. Um, it was funny because I went, the day I got them done, I, ne- I never get red, like, ever. Oh, my nails are red, if you're just listening. Did you um, do Big Apple Red? Because it looks like I Big did. Apple Red. I did, and you know what's funny is, so I went to Danny, our nail guy. Mm-hmm. We share a nail guy. We have a nail guy. His name is Danny. Yeah. Shout out, Danny. Ash found him, how, how long ago? I mean, it was before COVID, so yeah, at least three years. Yeah. Um, Ash found him, because we would, like, bounce. We kind of, like, found a place that we liked, and then it was funny because Danny ended up being at a different place, and we both like latched on to like him. Next door, different yeah. place. Like yeah. not just like uh, somewhere yeah. else in LA. Like next door. There's so many nail salons in LA. Yeah. But um, so he's we're at the point because I've been going religiously to him where he'll be like, "Hey, like let's try this color or do this." So he had said when I said I wanted red nails, he was like, "Oh, I have a color." And I didn't like it. And I was so glad we had just talked and you were like, get Big Apple Red. Yeah. Because I was able to say it. And then without having to like look through the book, I was like, can you just get Big Apple Red? Because I trusted like obviously. It'd be yeah, cool. yeah. And like um, that was, I feel like I went through a red phase and you always liked them. Yes, I do like it. They're just like a, gr- a good red. Uh oh. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> I was trying to start off strong. I was trying to warn you. Um, yeah. So, but it was funny because I walked out. And I was like staring at my hands and I was like, why do I feel like I could steal anyone's man right now? Like 100%. I felt so sexy. And it was the weirdest thing because I literally am walking to my car like, I'm so hot right now, <laughs> even though I looked literally disgusting. And so I was telling um, my brother's girlfriend about it and she was like, oh, it's the red nail thing. It's on t- all over TikTok right now where apparently it's like. Yeah, you get red nails and it makes you feel like confident and sexy and whatever. I didn't know that was a thing. I mean, I knew it was because that's how it made me feel. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know it was Why a trend. Why is that? Because I think red is the color of like, like not seduction. I don't want to say seduction. But, but it, it is it like is you the, feel like, spicy. sexy, like might cause some drama later. You know, yeah. that's the kind of like fierce, bold yeah. uh, red Also color. like long red. It's just like it hits different, you yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so yeah, I've, I've, I've been loving it <laughs> in my bed. So. Yeah, doing nothing, just We're looking out. at your nails, feeling feisty. <laughs> I'm just gonna be like, have my hands up all day, just, just walking around with your hands out, <laughs> looking at my hands. Oh my god, that reminds me of. Did you see the Margot Robbie interview? I think it was with Jimmy Fallon, where she was talking about how she got into character for Wolf of Wall Street. No, because she's from like, where is she from? Isn't she English? Or Australian? Australian, yeah. I think yeah. She's Australian. But her New York accent is incredible. Yeah. Anyway. She's incredible. Oh yeah. Well, she was talking about how she got into character for that role. And um, she was talking about how her coach was like, just pretend that you have wet nail polish on. And she was like, excuse me, what? And she goes, you start talking oh and gosh. pretend that you have wet nail polish on. So her hands immediately flare out. Oh, because every girl knows like how you like yes. when you have wet nails. Yes, when you have wet nails, your hands are spread, it's your very, fingers are spread, like, and you don't York. really curl your fingers at all. You keep them straight. And she immediately started going into wow. character and it was really cool. And I think the red nail like goes with like yeah, that symbolism yeah, yeah. of just like Spicy, yeah. yeah. I thought no, it was really it. fascinating. Wow, the that way is she was very interesting. Very yeah. interesting. The way her coach was like, "You have wet nails. Yeah, just start talking. It'll come to you." Yeah, so crazy. No, that's so interesting. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, um, we should, you know, get into the episode and also happy holidays, everybody. Happy, I don't know if we've like said that yet. Have I know. we? We're like into December. You yeah. have like only a couple weeks. Um, if you think about it, it's funny because. We're recording this like a couple weeks early, but t- when you're hearing this tomorrow morning, I'm going in for surgery. So if you just want to say a, a little prayer for me, yeah, I'm um, definitely send the like prayers and the good vibes and it all, yeah. whatever you got, send it to her. I had my like pre-op uh, meetings, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, cry. I like, I think I texted or called you after, and I was like, oh, this is like, <laughs> it's real, it's, real. it's like yeah. actually happening. 
Um, but yeah, say a little prayer. We'll definitely post like updates and stuff. Say a little um, prayer on UA. You. I'll send all the gory pics of my lovely. You know what's a trip? So he said at the most, because I'm gonna have like a three to four inch like slice mm-hmm. in the front of my throat. Ew, slice. I hate slice. Why'd you say that? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> like, and I would like this. Slice. Um, a single slice of cake slice. is all I hear. And I hate that we're talking about your throat. Ew. Um, but I asked him, I'm like, oh, is it going to be, like, covered? And he was like, oh, no. At the most, like, if, like, it's having trouble, like, sticking because they're the type of stitches that just, like, dissolve or whatever. Uh-huh. Like, there might be, like, a, like, tiny, like, butterfly type band-aid or something Mm -hmm. and he said I like I can't cover it or anything so I'm just gonna like be walking around with this just like wound oh you can get like turtlenecks no but like I'm not supposed to cover it it. well because it has to heal but isn't that gross I'm gonna gross everyone out I think you're overthinking it I think people are gonna be like oh my god what happened and you're gonna be like oh a dog bit me no for sure I got bit by a shark for sure I'm gonna say I was, when I got in my car, someone was behind my car and like, oh my god, yeah, <laughs> you went <laughs> morbid, <laughs> really. But then in the other direction. I'm like a freaking bad a because I like fought him off, you know. Bad a, bad a. I don't cuss on live. My so yesterday I was driving around with my dad and my sister, and. Um, he's been grilling us about, Hey, what do you guys want for Christmas? And I've been giving him like little ideas here and there. And I finally was like, dad, what do you want for Christmas? And <laughs> it's quiet for like the longest time, which is typical dad. If you guys know, if anyone knows my dad, that's very classic him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then out of nowhere he goes, I know what I want for Christmas. And Alicia and I are like, Oh yeah. And we're like eager to hear what he has to say. And he goes, yeah, but it's going to take a lot of effort. And we're like, Okay tell us what it is and he was like it's gonna be a lot but you can do it and we're like okay what is it gonna be like i'm sitting on the edge of my seat he's like i want you to stop cussing oh (laughs) and mine and alicia's alicia was in the back seat i was driving mine and alicia's jaws hit the floor (laughs) hit the floor because one was not expecting that at all and um <laughs> and I look at Alicia and I was just like, I feel like that was directed at you. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> my sister has the mouth of a sailor. Yeah. And then it's just really quiet. And my dad doesn't say much because <laughs> so my dad can be really awkward like that sometimes. Like he just won't yeah, say yeah, yeah. anything. Oh, that's just so, so precious. Cute. It was very precious. But we were just like so shocked. And then Alicia goes, Well sh- <laughs> like super <laughs> loud and then my dad starts laughing so hard yeah. and then I'm not kidding I think we were dying for like five minutes straight just of like the weird the whole thing the whole experience was really yeah. funny and Alicia was like I mean I'll try but <laughs> you know what's so funny so like I'm I'm editing for Alicia this year for mm-hmm. Vlogmas and there was a because I mean I've been friends with you guys for like Basically, like, 10 years now, right? Ish. I feel like last time we counted was, like, nine. So I feel like I we're going we're at on like ten. like, eight or nine. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, like, I've seen the progression of just, like, from where you guys were to, like, now, right? Mm-hmm. And that's one of the huge differences is you guys never cussed in front of your parents. And, yeah. like, it's more of a recent thing that you do. Not as much. I don't feel like even you as much as, but, like, Alicia definitely yeah. And so it was so funny because I was editing and there was like you guys were eating dinner or some or lunch yesterday mm-hmm. and like Alicia like just like says the F word and I could see that your dad was there and that thought popped in my head. So yeah. this like the timing of this is so funny because I was like, I wonder if it ever like bothers oh, him. Yeah, I know my parents don't love it, but at a certain I don't know, at a certain point your 23-year-old versus 30-year-old. Like, yeah. we, obviously, we've become, we've developed more into ourselves. And I don't know. At a young I age, will, you very much care about what your parents do. Yeah. At an older age, it's more your own decision. I feel like uh, my family is definitely, there's more of, like, an old-school respect vibe. So, like, I, till the day I die, I will never cast in front of my dad. <laughs> like, Ever. Taryn is terrified. I will never. Of her dad. And it's not it's not even a fear as much as like I just know he doesn't like it and out of respect of him and like just the way like I know how passionately he feels. 
not that I like cuss all the time anyways, but I definitely like I I filter myself in front of people. Yeah. Like certain people, you know. But that's just yeah, this is just a funny conversation. Anyways. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. I have a tearing it up. Oh, fascinating. Guess I'll delete mine then. Yeah. Um, the one positive about being sick is um, our, our girl Mandy. She like helps us go through our stories sometimes. And every time there's like a good story... Ashley always grabs it first because I swear she just is like more on her. I don't know if it's your more on your phone or like it happens to be days where I'm like at my other job. So I'm like, I can't get on my phone right away. Mm-hmm. I never get it in time. I'm so happy. So for I was you. laying in bed. I got the text that says, hey, guys, there's a good tearing it up. And I freaking went and got it and responded immediately <laughs> and was like, I got it. <laughs> like it's in mine. I worked Incredible. hard. So this is a roller coaster. OK, so buckle up. All right. Hi, ladies. I swear I write to you so often it could be considered my part-time job. (laughs) (laughs) I love when we get to a story and and it's just so funny because, okay, so we're coming up on our 200th, 200, why help? Come on. 200th. You got this. 200th. Yeah. That sounds, say it. 200th. 200th. That's weird. (laughs) Um, 200th episode soon and it's so funny because like, there's so many emails in our mailbox now that like we could never get through them all. Mm-mm. But I remember like the first couple weeks when we were like begging our friends yeah. to like write stories because we were nervous we didn't have enough. When we first started the pod, she like was hitting up her friends. I was hitting up yeah. mine. I was like between the two of us, like someone has a good story. <laughs> yeah. Let's try to find it. So like the first two to three episodes were all our friends' stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> we were like, help. And we were scared. We were like, if this doesn't pick up, like yeah, what are we like, going to do? People don't send in stories. I'm out of friends. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know yeah. what else I can do. No, for sure. So it's just cute when we hear people that are like, I've been writing in like yes. for a year. It means so much. I know. Okay. Over the holidays, I was reminded of this horror of a date I went on a bit ago and knew it would be perfect for a tearing it up. I love funny date stories. I know. Well, date stories in general. What's yeah. that? Okay. I apologize in advance if this makes you physically cringe because I certainly did while writing this. Over the summer, I went out on a few dates with this yummy man. We'll call him Jay. Yummy man. He was. Okay. If this, Ashley... If this sentence is not who you would describe as, like, my type, I don't know what is. Ready? Okay. 6'4". Okay. Dark, curly hair, beautiful brown eyes, perfect sense of humor. Check, check, check. (laughs) Okay. All the things. Where's he at? (laughs) I know it didn't work with you, but, like... Give him my number. (laughs) Let me know. Okay. I was convinced that he was chiseled from the gods. We (laughs) went on about five or six dates, and we were pretty much on the track to being boyfriend and girlfriend, at least so I thought. On one of these dates in September, we went and got ice cream and then took his dog to our local dog park. It was quite crowded because of the nice weather we were having. 
While walking in, I spotted the cutest puppy I'd ever seen. It was the tiniest French bulldog with cute little gray dots all over its fur and blue eyes. I swooned. I had never seen such a freaking cute dog at a dog park. We ended up sitting on the bench next to the French bulldog's owner, and I asked her if I could see, oh, if I could pet her. She said, of course, so I reached down and began petting the dog. It lasted only about a minute, and then I began playing fetch with Jay's dog. The French bulldog ended up- Yummy Jay, to use his full name. Yummy Jay, sorry. (laughs) Yummy Jay. So sorry. The French bulldog ended up sitting at my feet for a minute, and because she was so tiny, I picked her up and sat with her on the bench, and Jay joined me. I was seriously about to tuck this dog under my sweater and drive home with her. She was so sweet and immediately curled up next to me. All of a sudden, I feel my lap getting warm. No. I assumed it was just the dog because she was curled up on my lap. (laughs) But I was definitely wrong. The dog eventually jumped down, and my lap was still warm. As soon as she left, I was overwhelmed with the stench. No. This dog peed on me. No. I don't know if the owner had been feeding this dog exclusively asparagus Oh, or what. no. <laughs> but I have never experienced such a bad pee stench. Oh, my God. Jay looked over at me and was mortified, which made me even more mortified. <laughs> After only being at the dog park for about 15 minutes, it was time to leave. (laughs) Yeah. On the drive home, Jay ignored any joke or remark I made about the situation. I found it to be unfortunate but somewhat funny, and he clearly did not feel the same way. Weird. He turns to me and says, I think I'll just drop you off. We were about five minutes away from my apartment, and he goes, sorry, and pulls the car over. (gasps) I confused, ask if everything's okay. He then opens the door <gasps> and hurls. <laughs> this, this it man. smells that bad? <laughs> this man just threw up on the side of the road. Because of the stench? Yeah. <gasps> Which <gasps> makes sense why he wasn't laughing at her yeah. jokes because he was probably He's like. probably trying to hold it together. To, yeah. yeah. I consider myself. <laughs> I, at first, I was like, "Come on, it's not her fault." Like, <laughs> I know. I consider myself a. This sentence kills me. A problematic person who has a collection of mental illnesses. <laughs> Literally, me, and is always looking to see what other issues I can add to my gallery. However, one thing I do take very seriously is my emetophobia. I don't know how exactly to say it. Which is the phobia of throwing up. Oh, no. (laughs) So did she throw up? Anything to do with throwing up, stomach aches, or any of the above makes me exceedingly anxious, and I often begin to cry. So you can imagine that after witnessing Jay vomit, sorry, after witnessing Yummy Jay vomit, <laughs> I did what I have been doing since I was six years old. I began to cry. <laughs> so here I am in Jay's car, covered in the worst smelling pee all over my pants, oh my now God. sobbing because of my fear of vomit. No. And Jay, now reeking of puke. He says nothing, just closes his door and <laughs> drives me home. Jay and I never went on another date after this. No, not He didn't answer any of my texts after. So safe to say the situation scared us both. Sorry the story was so long and involved so much description of different body fluids. No, I loved it. I hope it wasn't too bad. Thanks for reading this. And I look forward to tuning in every Monday since I've made it my tradition since 2020. Have a beautiful week. Best (sighs) anonymous. I feel like Yummy Jay and her could have made it, could have bounced back from that. Like that was a funny, unfortunate situation, but not that bad. I don't understand. That's a funny first date. Yeah. Almost every tearing it up where it's like, I peed on the guy or I accidentally farted on the guy or like whatever. (laughs) (laughs) What is our content? You know what? That, that, what you just said. I don't that know is why hard I to bounce to back like, from. I don't know why I went to physically doing it on, on somebody him. <laughs> it's different. It's okay. We're gonna move past it. Um, it's just I always think like that's such a funny first story. date story yeah. to like tell people. But I'm just like, how do people not get past? 
I don't know. I guess I have a different sense of humor. Like I think stuff like that is funny. Well, I also I love I love stories of like how you met, how you knew they were the one, and like how awkward it was in the beginning is like a funny first normal thing. Yeah. So like having like an extra funny story to tell because you're gonna tell the story whoever you end up with you're gonna tell how you met. Yeah. For so long. Oh my gosh. For, yeah. For so long you'll be telling the same story. How amazing would it be if it was a good one? You know, yeah. like at least that's funny. But the only thing I can think of is like if they're like you, like I feel like you, you would have a hard time recovering from stuff, but I feel like you could eventually. See, here's the thing. And here's why I think they could have bounced back from that story. If I were her, none of that had to do with me. Oh, well, this story specifically makes yeah. absolutely zero sense. Like, they, you I'm could talking have bounced like... back from that. <laughs> like, if I had peed on him, that's a completely different story. I could not have bounced back from that. Like, that's mortifying to me. But all of that had nothing to do with her or her personality. So, like, I could have, I would have been yeah, fine. Yeah. This, this, yeah, this I feel like hit him up again. I feel like, just try. Just try. Just try. Yummy Just be Jay. like, hey, I don't smell like pee anymore. <laughs> can we try one more also, time? Also, like, I, the only thing I can think of is if he was just like, what just happened? Because, like, he got sick and then this girl's just sitting there crying hysterically. Well, there, hopefully, there was some conversation afterwards. No, she said he dro- they drove home in silence and then he never answered another text. Okay, well, it was the silence that drove him away. Because let's, you would have to be very clear. I didn't pee my pants. The dog peed on me. And then when he starts throwing up and afterwards, you have to be like, hey, just so you know, I, have I don't do great with throwing up. Yeah. And I start crying. This has nothing to do with you or the pee on my pants. This is just an automatic reaction. <laughs> so that's what happens. Poor Ugh. honey. Reach out to Yummy J again. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks so bad dang man dude there are sometimes like my dog is what like five to seven pounds and he's like the tiniest thing ever there are sometimes like he will pass gas and it will knock me out like I will be like unwell yeah and I always stare at him and he just looks at me like what yeah <laughs> like what yeah what are you talking about but I'm like why does it smell like a manure factory just like slap me in the face <laughs> Okay, well, I loved that. And anyone who feels like they are going off and giving way too many details, you're wrong. You're wrong. We love the details. The details make it so much better. Also, There's a difference, though, between (laughs) nasty details, like unnecessary details, Mm -hmm. and like details that are relevant to the story. Correct. Yes. Like, there's a difference. Mm -hmm. There's Mm -hmm. been set. There was one, like, potty story. I know yeah, which one you you're talking about. You know exactly, right? Where she right? was going on a run and yeah, had and to go the, and couldn't the stop. adjectives yeah. that were used yeah. even got me and nothing gets me because and I'm an actual I, boy. I actually had like switched some of their wording out because it was too much yeah. for me. And I wanted to leave some and not completely change <laughs> their story. But like it, even then it was still too much. Yeah, like that one got me. There's... There's certain things that like will get me and then other things I'm like. Wait, but this is a perfect segue. Okay. I, I really would like to say our Spotify wrapped came out and oh, I was yeah, let's just. talk about it. I was just, I had a whole moment where I was completely dumbfounded um, by the fact that you guys listen to us in 122 different countries. Like that number for whatever reason just like came over, slapped me in the face and it was just like circling in my head for days. I'm going to be so honest. I didn't even know that there were that many countries. I can't even <laughs> name like a hundred. Like, yeah. I can't even name 80 of them. I couldn't believe that we are being listened to in that many different countries. And I think the details that I personally would love to hear, and I know Taryn's going to second this, is I would love to know. Where you're from, country-wise, if you're in the States, like, tell us your state, tell us your age, like, give us little details about you, um, the year that it is, the month that it is, the season that it is, the state that you're in, the country that you're in, like, what's going on. I love hearing that kind of stuff. Oh, no, absolutely. Um, And I would love to start, like, every story by you saying, like, this is my name, this is where I'm from, shout out from your country, and then on to the story, because I would just... I just and if I you've couldn't believe never there's that many. If you've never heard your country represented, yeah, send it in. I Googled or maybe it. even oh. tell us a fun fact about your country. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That'd be fun. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. What if? Yeah, you guys should start sending in fact or fiction. Yeah. I, I would be. Hi, I'm Ashley. I'm from the United States. We suck. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just some kind of like fun little 
segment. That'd yeah, be so yeah. fun. That's a good detail. Um, I looked it up. There's 195 countries in the world. That's yeah. That's a lot. Wow. And 122 of them. Listen yeah, we're to killing us. it. Hell Those yeah. other whatever 195 minus 122 is. <laughs> Step it up. <laughs> yeah. Let's all take a moment. You better not have freaking Wi-Fi. Send it to, your s- only to someone over there. Yeah. <laughs> also, I, I would love to know how you guys found us. Yes. Like, I know it's really easy in uh, the States to come across podcasts. Like, it's constantly being pushed in our face. I don't know how it is in other countries. So, like, yeah. especially, like, smaller countries. So, I would love to know how you found us, who, mm-hmm. who you heard of us from, all of those things. Like, what if someone listens to us from Antarctica? They do, for sure. That's crazy. I would love to know, like, how you found us. It is crazy. All right. uh, Should we get into your story? Let's go ahead and get into it. I have a, a fun, a good one. Okay. I think it's a good one. Okay. This one is titled, Best Friend's Boyfriend. And let's dive in. Hi, Taryn and Ashley. I absolutely love. love your pod and I listen every single week. I'd like to remain anonymous. Smiley face. Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Cheese. Okay, continuing. I'm 22, fresh out of college, and just moved to a new town with my college friend. Everything has been absolutely amazing and fun. I love living on my own, except for recently. My roommate slash friend just got a new boyfriend who I do not get along with. Oof. Oof. That's hard if it's like a roommate. A living situation. situation. Yeah. Yeah. Little background. She's had three boyfriends in the past seven months. A big, a big time serial dater. Boyfriends? That's what they put. Wow. Which in my head, maybe we could clarify this. In my head, if you're calling them boyfriends they've had the committed conversation yeah. so that's pretty crazy to say that you've had three in the past seven months yeah wow it's a lot i mean props man <laughs> she puts big time i haven't dater. had one in nine years so <laughs> in comparison maybe she can give you some notes <laughs> not sure yeah, honestly i'll take anything right now she doesn't have any compassion for the guy she dates and no compassion for my feelings. She met this new guy in August and it's now November and she still doesn't listen to my opinions on the situation. The first date they had... Wait, August. Oh, wait. August, September, October. Okay. When our writer's writing this I was November. thinking August came after <laughs> November. Ugh. You need it. I'm tired. <laughs> Okay. Sit back, Terry. <laughs> Relax. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> so a few months. A few months. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. The first date they had, she texted me that this man, let's call him Brad, was incredibly toxic and a sloppy drunk. So his name On the first date. Toxic Brad. Toxic Brad. <laughs> <laughs> Yummy J. <laughs> Yummy J and Toxic Brad. You well, who am I? Who am I? <laughs> Make one up for me. I feel like it needs to be a T. Yeah. Like, not, not twisted Taryn, but, like, <laughs> something Taryn. Like, it needs to be a T. Okay. I don't know why I said twisted. It was the first thing that no, came to my head. Fine. I am a little twisted. Testy. A-hole Ashley. We'll come back. We'll come back to it. Which, I side note, I feel like that's crazy for her to say that on the first date. Yeah, it's... I don't... Why was there a second one? I feel like that's a lot of red flags. Toxic, alcoholic. What was the other one? Um, incredibly toxic and a sloppy drunk. Oh, yeah, yeah. Her most recent relationship was a toxic one, and I tried to talk to her about jumping directly into another toxic relationship right away, but she didn't listen. Yeah, it sounds like we have some self-work we need Mm -hmm. to do. Mm -hmm. Anyways, the main thing that makes me uncomfortable about Brad is that, trigger warning, she adds in parentheses, his best friend took advantage of me one night while I was blackout drunk. Oh, my gosh. My roommate and her boyfriend blew it off like it was nothing, and he basically told me that I was lying. She still brings him around our house despite me being uncomfortable, and she begged me to go on a ski trip with him and his friend. What on earth? This roommate sucks. Talking specifically to our writer, it doesn't sound like she's a friend. No, also, like, you need to move out. Yeah, (laughs) that sounds like a bad roommate situation. Yeah. 
He is incredibly disrespectful to me and will talk shit about me behind my back despite him knowing nothing about me whatsoever. Every time she gets a new boyfriend, she completely throws every friendship away and forgets her friends even exist. Then once her relationship comes to an end, which inevitably it does, she makes a promise she will be single for a long time and figure out who she is, but never listens. In our two years of friendship, she's had six boyfriends, and I'm getting frustrated with being dropped and ignored every time she has a new one. I want her to be happy, and I understand she's trying, but I can't help but get frustrated every single time this happens. I guess what I want to know is your advice if you were in my shoes. How would you let her know you're uncomfortable when you've already told her multiple times? How would you get over being frustrated when you get kicked to the curb? We used to hang out every day and have fun on the weekends, and now I don't even see her more than twice a week despite living together. And when she's home, she only talks about him. I'm aware I'm having jealous thoughts about the situation, but my feelings should be valid. Also, I don't know if this is important, but she's a big advocate about mental health and goes to therapy. I hope this makes sense. Thank you. Anonymous. Ugh. I have a lot of thoughts. Uh, and I think, obviously, I'm only going off of what you've written. But I don't think... I don't think she's a good friend. No. And I, mean, I don't think clear. you, I've, it sounds like you've given her multiple opportunities to change. It sounds like you've given her multiple opportunities to stand up for you. And I feel like we're really downplaying what happened to you. Yeah. This isn't like a little like, oh, I, I got, you know, he was rude to me this one time at a bar or whatever. This is like a very serious situation. And I don't think yeah. she understands like the depth of it. I don't know if you've actually given her details or not, but I think you need but to like, distance yourself from that her. That doesn't even matter. Like, obviously it matters what happened, but she By details, should be I mean, able to know? just say, hey, this this guy makes me uncomfortable and I don't want him in my house. Yeah. And that should be enough. Right. Like she's she is being so disrespectful of not only you and your emotions, but also like your living space. Like yeah. it's just ridiculous to me that you have to like even have another conversation with her about, yeah. hey, this man like crossed the line with me and I'm not comfortable with him. Yeah. Like the ski trip. Being invited to go on a ski trip with him and the friend that did it. Like, that's insane. No, yeah. She this she seems like the type of person who who needs she needs a lot of work on herself, which obviously, like, I think she knows because every breakup she's like, oh, I need to, like, be single and work on myself. And she goes yeah. to therapy. But she hasn't reached. There's, like, that point when you kind of know you have a problem, but you're not willing to like fully face it and like mm -hmm. turn the corner to actually like do the work. Yeah. And she's not there yet. She knows she has a problem, but like she's ignoring it. Yeah. So well, I'm also, I'm going to go ahead and assume that she's your age, which is 22. Um, so this is very young girl. Yeah. Who is fresh out of college. I don't know what her upbringing was like, um, I don't know if you're the only one who's talking some like sense to her or if she has other people that are doing that also. But either way, this is your life and you're the one who's being surrounded by this stuff and you have to think of number one in this situation. Yeah. Um, I hate that you're having to be around this guy that makes you uncomfortable. And I hate that she has not just once, but like repeatedly thrown you under the bus along with your feelings and disregarded any kind of emotions you might be having due to the fact mm -hmm. that her boyfriend is like walking around in her house. I think what you need to do, I think you have two options. I think you either sit her down because I don't, I don't know how, again, I don't know how to word this without, I want to be very clear. I don't know. I know you've talked to her. I don't know how clear you've been about your feelings. So if you want to try to save this and make it work, I think you need to sit her down and be very upfront and bold about what's going on. Well, and Not that you don't like him, that you don't want him in the house, period. Well, and taking, cause that's, I think, well, at that point, if you don't even want the boyfriend, like, in the house and you're uncomfortable, 
bottom line, like, they're dating. You can't control, like, what she does. So, like, at that point, like, you need to move out. And Mm -hmm. I feel like that's very clear anyways. If you even want to try to salvage the friendship, like, you've got to move out because it sounds like living with her is not it. Um, And you don't even see her anyway, so, like, what's the point? Right. So I think, like, either way you need to move out. But I do think, like, there are boundaries that you can draw to say, like, hey, um, you know, I need a heads up before he comes over or can we only limit it to, like, during the weekend because during the week, like, it's too distracting. I want to be able to, like, walk around in my underwear and not be afraid, like, there's a guy here. Like, there, you can draw boundaries that, like, you guys agree on and then a more forceful boundary would be, hey, and the other guy that's his friend is, like, not allowed here. Like, yeah. bottom line. Yeah. And I feel like you've communicated how you feel. She obviously doesn't care. So now you need to step in and be like, hey, I live here too. I mm-hmm. pay rent. And, like, this, these are the boundaries I need to have and for them to be respected. Um, or, like, honestly, like, I think it's just best that we don't live together and then go from there. <clears throat> but Yeah, that's exactly what I was saying. You... You can either give her a chance, sit her down, make it very clear, or move out. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, it blows my mind, like, how people are not considerate of other people. It blows my mind. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine a friend... Well, first of all, I can't imagine dating a guy that my friends hated. Like, that would not fly with me. But, like, I can't imagine a friend telling me, hey, I feel uncomfortable, or, like, hey, your boyfriend's been really rude to me, Mm -hmm. and me not making drastic changes to like the situation like it's just bizarre to me yeah for sure and I was listening to I I heard a TikTok the other day that was kind of incredible and I I completely agree with it and I'm probably not going to give it justice but this girl was basically saying how she had had the revelation that every friend can be a good friend in different ways and maybe your friendship would thrive without the roommate situation like it sounds like she's a horrible roommate to Mm -hmm. be blunt about it Um, It sounds like she can't juggle that. And maybe this is the friendship that you have where you like meet up for coffee or you go out together. You know, like let her thrive in that area and take away this uh, this thing that's simply not working on both sides so that you guys can actually focus on the friendship. Because hopefully the guy wouldn't be there if you're like, hey, like, let's meet up for girls night or let's get coffee. And I I do think like there's different people in your lives for different reasons and and. And some people are great at roommates and some people aren't. And some people are good at like meeting up for coffees once or twice a month. And some Mm -hmm. people aren't good at that. They're more like, call me, you know? Yeah. Like I'm more of a texter and I know people that like love calls. So like you call people, you know, give people the chance to to show up where they're best at showing up. And it sounds like the roommate situation is a bad fit for you guys. Also, I think, like, the older you get, and and I think this is a lesson, like, you're right around the age that, like, I started yeah. learning it. I was going to say 22. That was right around the time where I started feeling, like, shifts in friendship, and I learned this very valuable thing that is I have the power to choose, like, what I give people. Yeah. And I think that it's okay to – there are certain people in my life that I would call my friends – that do not treat me well. And I think that at the end of the day, you have to come to a point where either you accept the person for what they're able to give and you decide to just continue in that friendship because you love them or you cut them off. Like mm-hmm. there's there's no like, like trying to change them and turning them into like what you want. Like you can communicate your needs and communicate what you want and try to like have better friendships. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you know, it's like the thing, like when people tell you who they are, listen, like yeah. if if you ask for certain things from friendships and they can't give it to you, then at some point, like it's insanity to keep trying to change someone. So at the end of the day, you either sit back and accept that person as who they are and mm-hmm. maybe they come around every once in a while. Maybe like they're just you're like, oh, it's my birthday. Come and you're a good time person. Yeah. Like you were saying. But it's it's kind of finding that, like, difference that you have of, like, hey, I still value you were a big part of my life. And, like, I don't want to drastically cut you out. Mm-hmm. But I also am protecting myself and knowing, like, I'm also not going to give you the rein to just affect me emotionally every chance you get. Like, yeah. if you don't hit me up, cool. Like, when I, if I talk to you in a couple months, cool. It is what it is. But yeah. you kind of, like, separate 
and take away your expectations and just accept them as a person that's in your life. Yeah. And I think once you figure that out, stuff becomes so much easier and mm-hmm. friendships because become so much easier because you kind of just like you have your people you depend on and then you have your people that are just great people in your life and they yeah. come and go. Yeah. So I feel like there needs to be a lot of separation with this person specifically. Also like when you're in close proximity to toxic people, like they take you down with them. Mm-hmm. So I think that you need space just in general and she needs space to do what she wants. Cause she's obviously not in a place where she is wanting to do like the right thing, you know? Yeah. And Sometimes, you know what? Sometimes we all learn the hard way. And I think she needs to learn the hard way. Yeah. You can only warn someone so many times before you got to just let them fall and pick themselves up, you know? Yeah. So um, I'm so proud of you for writing in, for figuring out what your boundaries are. I, to reiterate, think you should draw those boundaries even stronger Mm -hmm. or just peace out. Yeah. And um, I agree. And start fresh with the friendship. but thank you so much for writing in. Yeah. I just I thought that was a very fascinating situation. I was like, wow, that is that is a whole new level of bad roommate. <laughs> That's it's so hard because like I'm very affected by like my home. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. like I've had situations where I wasn't living in like healthy places and when you like don't even want to go home because you're like, ugh, like I just don't want to deal with this or this. Like, that's not, it's not good for you, like, mentally. Mm-hmm. So I I always am very protective of when people talk about they're living in, like, toxic situations. I'm like, you got to get out. Because, like, the world is such a mess. Mm-hmm. Mentally, physically, emotionally, we're all dealing with, like, our own crap. Mm-hmm. But, like, your home safe space, like, if that's, at least that should feel, like, stable and happy. Yeah. You know what I mean? It should be your sanctuary yeah like your home base like you go there you reset and then you go out and deal Mm -hmm. with like everything else so I'm very protective of that so I would I would be careful yes ma'am woof okay I have a little short one perfect but it also it's like a giant issue but I feel like we've already talked about this Ooh. okay so like I feel like it'll be a good we can just yeah yeah there's like one big difference and I'll say that okay perfect hi Ash and Taryn I hope you are both doing well I love the podcast and listen to it on repeat. My name is Hannah, and you can use my name. You two are so funny, and I love your best friendship. Hi, Hannah. We are adorable. (laughs) It's true. Um, So I'll just jump right into my problem. My boyfriend and I have been together for a little over five years, and things have been really great. We have Five years? That's huge. Five years. That's so long. We have incredible friends together. We share the same hobbies like skiing and hiking. Same religious beliefs, and he is just really so sweet to me. However, we have one pretty fundamental issue. I want kids, and he doesn't know, doesn't think he wants kids in the future. Initially, he did want kids, but changed his mind about a year ago. I'm 22. Wait, so he went four years in the relationship yes. wanting kids. Yes. And then up and changed his yes. mind. <laughs> yes. Interesting. When I tell you... The anxiety attack that starts to form when I hear stories like this, because this is my biggest fear, because I've been in my relationship was for four years. I thought I was going to marry this dude. Right. Mm -hmm. And then it ended and it was terrifying. And then when I hear stuff like this, where it's like, I'm like, what is safe? Because to me, I'm like, if you're with someone for five years, like you're solid. Right. that's, That's what's crazy is, is I would say. You know someone after dating them a year. I would say you really know someone. Like you know them to their core after dating them for five. Oh, yeah. So for someone to up and change something so drastic in their life, you don't know them anymore. Like it's 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 a big change. And like, so if I like if I look at like my relationship, right? Like obviously it was beautiful, it started great. But the 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 thing that snowballed into the reason why, like, it ended, I saw glimpses of it from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. So part of it was me just, like, working hard and trying to, like, um, what's it called? Like, overcompensate mm-hmm. or fix things or, like, our, our good qualities of the relationship were so amazing and so epic that it always kind of overshadowed the bad. But, like, mm-hmm. the bad was still always there. 
this is like you had a great relationship and this like one decision went from like yes to no. Like yeah. that's so drastic. Yeah. So I'm just like, I don't know. That's why the story like got well, me. It's I was also like, oh my something God. it's not something random like they're having a dramatic career change. Like this is something that yeah. incredibly infects affects both your life, <laughs> you know, ch- changes everything yeah. for you too, not just him. No, absolutely. I'm 22 and he's 23, so I feel like he's going to change his mind since we're both young, but he isn't so sure. We've talked about this extensively and think the only option might be to break up, but it's so hard to do when everything else in our relationship is so strong. I feel frustrated and sad that he changed his mind from wanting kids in the beginning. Am I silly to wait around to see if he changes his mind again? I don't want to lose my best friend, but I know I won't be fulfilled if I don't one day have my own family. Any advice you two have would be great. Love, Hannah. I don't know why in my head I was picturing older, like the relationship being older. Yes, so they definitely are like high school sweethearts. Yes. Well, 20, I can't count. 22, 23. Like 16? Yeah, it's, I mean, they've just barely, if they did like the typical, like they're just barely out of college if they did the typical. She was 17, he was 18 when they got together. So like the end of high school through college, basically. Which does change things I think a little bit I don't know why in my head I was like oh they're older I guess the five years threw me off (laughs) yeah um but yeah it doesn't take away from the fact that that is a dramatic shift no yeah it does make more sense at his age well okay so for I didn't know if I was gonna have kids around that age either I was kind of like oh I don't I don't know. I'd be okay without it. Like that's just around that age where you're just, I want to live life. I want to experience stuff. You're not thinking about kids necessarily, at least for me. Yeah. I mean, I was born thinking about having children. So, but what I'm saying is that age is, it is normal for people to kind of question what they're trying to do with their lives. Mm -hmm. So I I don't want to hold it against him for questioning those kinds of things. Um, Cause I, I do think, again, I do think that's that age where, where people just kind of do that. It is very abrupt to all of the, to have said yes for all these years. And then no, I have like a few thoughts that pop in. One was kind of what you were saying, because we've talked about it before, like psychologically 18 to 25 is the most, the most crucial years where you shift and change the most to like mm-hmm. form who you are, yeah. like what you believe, what you stand for, all those things. So you're literally right and smack dab in the middle of like, that I think it's hard when relationships are in that age which mine was too because you do change so much and like naturally yeah you're trying to just figure life out and it's hard to do with another person Mm -hmm. so one of my thoughts is like I think there's more of that to come my second thought was like what happened Because usually when people decide they don't want kids, it's because of, like, a reason. Mm -hmm. If they, like, see kids and they get stressed out or maybe, like, they know, like, their family's going through something crazy or, I don't know. I'd just be interested to know, like, why he changed his mind. Or they had bad parenting. Yeah. You know, saw bad parenting in their own childhood. I don't know. My next one, and this is a little bit pessimistic, and I'm not saying this, but it's just something I would I would in the back of my mind, if I were you, mm-hmm. kind of think about. Like, is this a self-sabotaging tactic? Mm, yeah. That's interesting you say that. Cause Cause, I, yeah. Well, the sentence where she's like, we've talked and we think that the only option is to break up. Like, that's just, it's, I feel like it's interesting at five years to, like, come to that place where it's like, I don't know. That just was what popped in my head, which I know is negative and I don't, yeah mean to throw that at you yeah but it's something to ponder can i say something from a non-confrontational nine perspective yes a girl that will moonwalk out of the room to avoid having some kind yes, of serious will. conversation I've seen it. how do you end a five-year relationship yeah with a person who checks all of your boxes but just isn't yeah. it something like this fixes it for you yeah and i don't want to say that that's what he's doing no yeah and i don't of want to also like get in your head and make you think this is what's happening. Only you and him know what's going on, you know, truly. I'm just saying if I was one of you guys and wanting out of the relationship, this solves everything. Yeah. And obviously I'm 22, 23. I'm not having kids for a while. Like I can change my mind in a few years. Mm -hmm. 
just gonna yeah. just gonna leave that there to marinate. Um, and I I think it is good to go into conversations like this with like every every like possible situation in your head. Yeah. Um, I would take that with a grain of salt, but also if that something about that kind of resonates with you, then maybe yeah. you should have a, a different kind of conversation because if you guys wanted, if you guys were each other's person, that wouldn't breaking up wouldn't be the end. It's not, it's, it's not the absolute end. Like there's other things you mm. could do. Like you could talk about, do you not want to have kids? Would adoption be an option? Is that something that's okay with you or not? If so, why? Like there's just so many other things to talk about. And it's, it, it does feel kind of shocking for the breakup to be like the only option. Yeah, I think I think you definitely need to have like a I know I mean it sounds like you guys have been talking about it, but a more detailed talk about it. And mm-hmm. I think ugh, it's so hard because like part of me is like maybe you guys just need to experience life apart mm-hmm. and I truly do believe like if it's your person like it'll happen. Um I think sometimes it's needed to get life experience and like perspective on your own, especially like if you got together so young and like you haven't experienced life. However, I know a lot of people that were like high school sweethearts and ended up married and like were able to to figure out life together, but that doesn't mean everyone can. Right, and that's where I think you need to have that conversation. Like if this is, you need to figure out what kind of couple you are or what what kind of people you are individually. Are you the type of person that needs to go experience life without being weighed down by a relationship? Because if so, then yeah, breaking up is the only solution because you got to go do that and live that. And I know so many people that got married right out of high school, right after college. Mm -hmm. Um, But also then I moved to LA and I met people like me that were like, I'm not even going to think about getting married till 28, 29, 30. Yeah. you have to figure out what sits right with you. And if you are sitting with yourself and wanting kids now, he's not your person. No, yeah. And but you have to be able to sit down and really think about who and what your desires are. Yeah. And who, if he can actually, like, fit into that. And also, like, that's a very, 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 very large deal breaker. Yeah. That's <laughs> not, not a little thing. No, that's a very large deal breaker. There's some fundamental things that you can kind of work around, yeah. but not that. No. So it it is not wise and it's not fair to continue with the hopes of him changing his mind. Mm-hmm. If he's telling you straight up, like, I'm not planning on it, then you need to, like, believe what he's saying. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, that's a really hard – I would not – I think either way it's sounding like you guys are coming to, like, a standstill. So I feel like you're going to have a long road of, like, healing after this because it's five years. Like, you, he's so much a part of, like, who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. But I think you're at the perfect age to experience this, like, let yourself, like, heal and be sad and then – figure out who you are on your own like I think that's powerful and if you're meant to find each other in life again Mm -hmm. then awesome you'll be better versions of yourself and if you're not then like I always say like if you think about how much you like love this person and if he's not your person imagine how much more epic it is going to be when you find your person you know and it man if you guys end up breaking up I I please do not get hung up on him or your past, like you are, you're so young. I hope that you would just take this moment to have your breakup glow up and dive into everything you've ever wanted to do, everything you've ever wanted to try, all the places you've always wanted to go to. Because I feel like a lot of people get like stuck in those years of that relationship and then like forget to like live their own lives. Mm -hmm. And this is such a pivotal time in your life where you can go and like try new things, do new things, um, explore new places, jump from career to career, mess up and fail all over the place. Like that's what your twenties are for. And I hope that if, if this breakup happens, I hope that either way you dive into your twenties, but if this breakup happens, this is the start of a brand new, very exciting chapter in your life. Yeah, I agree. And I hope you don't hold back. Yeah, I agree. Oh, girl, I'm sending you like the biggest virtual hug right now because I just I know that feeling and restarting and um, but also like hindsight, it's the most beautiful time in your life, like where you really get to just get like stripped down and then figure out like who you are and build yourself back up. So I encourage you to, you know, embrace it. 
Embrace it. It's going to be great. Yeah. I mean, it's going to suck, but then it'll be great. Mm -hmm. Eat, pray, love. Eat, pray, love. All right. Should we end in a dad joke? Yes, please. What did the duck say when it bought chapstick? But I have no lips. (laughs) But I ain't got no lips. (laughs) Put it on my bill. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. Hey, mine was pretty good, too. Was it? Yeah. Did it? Actually. Did it fit in the dad joke criteria, though? I feel like so. Actually, no. I feel like so. No. Was it a bad one? Yes, but I feel like it does. Did it? Anyways, um, we have merch available on our website. I have been rocking my tote 24-7. I'm obsessed with it. We still have a ton of things for you to buy for maybe some last-minute Christmas shopping. You can do that. Be sure to listen to us wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on YouTube and The Gram. Um, And yeah, that's all. Love you, guys. Bye.